0: Hello everybody and welcome to WTS 259. My name is Danny Murray. I'm Graham Merrigan. And this is a very hurried intro because we we're in the middle of having a chat with our guest and he said, fuck it, this is content. So we'll just power through this bit and we'll go straight to the wonderful Tom O'Malley.
1: Thanks a million boys. Jesus, it's only like we saw each other. A week or two ago. This, this is your, great. This is
0: great. You were gracious enough to have us on your wonderful Bookshot podcast, uh, which I'd highly recommend people go over onto the old Spotify and whatnot and uh, they give it a look. And you've got a wonderful Patreon where people can get the video content so they'll get to see your glorious moustache and mullet in its full swing.
1: It's, uh, it's something I felt, I just, I didn't think, but, you know, because I'm not that big headed, but it, it became very apparent that uh, it was something people should pay for. Is what... Uh, a million percent.
0: I, I mean...
1: I, I, I mean, it was only when I te- heard you talking about your hair the, you know the before and whatnot, mm. and I figured, I get it. I get it now.
0: This is it, you know. Um, their uh, hairspray <laughs> costs money, so as far as I'm concerned, this is an investment. And I think if you start treating your hair that way, Tom, it's only a matter of time before you, you'll be you'll be a Billy Ray Cyrus double in a music
1: video in no time. I'll be honest. I'm more proud of the moustache than I am the mullet. I mean, the I mullet love c- the moustache. The, yeah, the moustache I I could take or leave the mullet any day of the week. It's grand You moisturize I've, the moustache. No I don't And I should really I mean It's been I had a beard company A beard oil company Messed me uh, By all accounts To have a moustache wax As well I was like I don't want to Fucking go all curly Like 1902 <laughs> Hello <laughs> Yeah what well, is Just Jerry in the air I didn't I don't want that But I mean If there's shit that I, I've never considered Fucking Conditioning Your facial hair before Mary, you've a fucking You've a I mean you have more You've You're tidied up In fairness Last Last you looked like a hunger striker two weeks ago When I was talking to you But in fairness now At least there's some making our shape to you It's
0: the, it's the best compliment Graham Merlecum's ever been given
1: His, his Superman slash AK uh, Or his uh, Easter Lily tattoo Is actually glowing on his chest right now It's <laughs> <laughs> Every time somebody mentions anything Republican at all It just glows And Mary, Lou, Mary Lou's one a Simultaneous one starts glowing as well At the same time
2: Absolutely, and Mary Lou has a great glow on her these days A great glow It looks uh, in fantastic condition Tom, you look like a hunter, are you into the hunting? Into the gun yeah. shooting and all? Once upon a time,
1: yeah Once, but I, I am, I am, I am And since moving back, ironically since moving to the country I've actually done less country sports But that will all change later country in the year Country sports? <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's what they refer to Do you know, uh, I, like somebody was only talking the other day Because there they they were being There's laws coming in and stuff like that about what would be deemed country sports you know from shooting and gaming and stuff like that and fishing and things and there was laws coming in to restrict and somebody they were complaining about it and I said that really doesn't affect that many people and it would seem almost 400 and odd thousand people on a weekly basis are involved in what would be deemed country sports whether well, it's from trials running with horses and stuff you know mm-hmm. you know things like that and but hunting and fishing and I didn't rate a like, Almost We'll say You know A twelfth of the population It's, it's more than I would have thought Like
0: Yeah Like it's gun shooting And it, Not yeah, just Hunting, but hunting every, fishing, horsing, The whole Horseing
1: the whole yeah Horsing mostly And then Hunting with dogs and, and stuff like that And Everything Everything that would Require a good old field Out in the middle of nowhere Really
0: All the way down to the lads Who go lamping
1: yeah well I mean Lampin has kind of gone out Lamping is a bit retro now It's, it's actually It is it's What's Lampin doing?
0: lads? Ah come mean, on Jump. Come on Meryl that the, is, that,
1: is that
2: the fox thing?
1: Yeah 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 It's hunting Fox hunting at night But using a giant lamp Because you'll, you could... Oh sorry Of course I know what Lampin Well I mean you could. Dennis Block
0: is, is well, he used he Used to be mad in today He did And you used it on girls In your teenage years <laughs> Oh here <laughs> try that please Get startled them With a bright light <laughs> Just <laughs> I well, did withdraw that comment. Hashtag me too. Um, Tom Roy, so ta- the, the the gunning and the shooting and the, the hunting. And, 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 and So is it your time in the pale soften you up or is it just you don't have time as a dad anymore?
1: Yeah, a bit of that too. And just, hunting I then. think because, well, that maybe, and just trying to get the show back on the road the last couple of months, preparing to get life back to normal for a performer, like, yeah. has taken way more fucking work and dead ends than... Fucking when things were up and rolling, you know what well, I mean? Hang on,
0: right? Well, hang on. Before we get too far down our rabbit holes and whatnot here, and we lose a couple of people because that sometimes can happen, apparently. Have you got any gigs coming up?
1: Yes, so I, I plug, plug, new, plug them now. My new show, I'll be gigging in comedy clubs and stuff. That's fine. But my new show that I've written is a brand new stand up hour called Clattered. Clattered. And and it has to be said like that. Anybody <laughs> who rides at the door going, Hi, I've got a ticket to see Clattered, uh, you'll be turned away immediately.
2: <laughs> How do you say it, Tom?
1: Clattered. 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 There you go. Clap it. There you go. Anybody can say it. We have two boys from South County, Dublin saying it here now, not a fucking positive tone. Clap it. Yeah, no, it's it's a brand new out and it's, it's my finest work guys. It's, (laughs) to be fair, it is, the shackles are completely off and it takes, it takes 10 years really for the shackles to really come off people. And I don't care what anybody says, if they're an overnight success, or if they've, they've done well for themselves in the first five years, I can tell you here and now you really don't hit your straps until you're 10 years in. You really don't. And that's the reality. Um, and it's, I, this would be like my 14th year in and it, this is, this is going to be a fun hour. So it's coming, it's debuting in Belfast. Um, but it's going to be May fifth. It's going to be in the Wild Duck Comedy Club in Temple Bar, in Dublin. Danny O'Brien's that Comedy Club. Danny O'Brien's place. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Where is it? It's right beside the, Gaiety. Down the, there's a there's a street beside. It's no, no. Is it the Olympia or the Gaiety? I'm thinking of down by the bank, opposite the ALB Bank on. Uh, that's that's the Olympia. The Olympia. Three Oli- the three Olympia, as it's now the, referred. Oh to. yeah, the three Olympia. Um, <laughs> I hate, I do hate, do you hate that when yeah. do. Yeah, overnight do. they go, oh, so. no, I mean, it's, I'm not saying, okay, I could get really fucked up here and lose you a load of listeners, but I'm not going well, to. Well, say. Tom, this is mean, sure. like,
2: Me and Danny were talking yesterday about uh, Taito Park. I thought Taito Park was first and foremost Taito and that the, that the amusement park or the, 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 the roller coasters were just a back, background talk. Yeah. But, but but they've cha- they're changing the name. It's gone up for sponsorship rights, uh, oh.
1: next January. But do Tato own it? Like no, there? no. It's just a naming thing. I didn't notice. Hmm. I thought Tato. That's how naive I was too. I that's I just, me as thought, well. Because that's... I thought it was genius out of a crisp company to go. Let's now that you mention it. Actually, that makes no fucking sense at all. <laughs> that a crisp, <laughs> I'm a fucking dunderhead. That a crisp company would invest millions in a fucking. <laughs>
0: they haven't invented a new flavour in fucking donkey's years but they're out there building wooden roller coasters
1: (laughs) okay guys I I have an idea guys okay what's how much is it going to cost before I say it 50 million okay all right, shoot (laughs) Steve because he's out of his fucking mind (laughs)
0: remember we brought out them chocolate bars that had bits of potato in it they mixed reaction but we've cracked this we know this one's going to go down a treat you know what we need in the arse end of nowhere
1: a shit Alton Towers yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that makes perfect I do I do hate it. That they don't give you any time to think about it here. I know Bill Burke kinda of, he joked about like and I know he kinda of had a lot of heat for the, from the trans community about uh Caitlyn Jenner, but he was like, Just give me a while. Give me a while. I grew up all my life knowing Bruce and then all of a sudden I'm supposed to go, Oh hey, how's it going, Caitlyn? You know, like it's, same with Changing things from the three fucking Olympia, just just fucking if it grows on this grows on but it. But I, I the fact that it's a corporation like a corporate company like three mm. or Aviva absolutely sickens my piss like Aviva. Awful. They're a fucking insurance. Like it's not even a sports thing. It's an insurer insure your cash. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what the fuck like? Sickens no. your piss. I Are you are we? Is there a delay over Meryl Does that not like Two minutes ago I, I, I said that no There's always delay with him Is we? there a delay with me <laughs> <See>? <laughs> You could not Fucking write you Meryl You're out of this Fucking world <laughs> 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 I, You need a fucking visa To get into your world Holy shit man
0: Yeah Do you know what the weird part Of all those fucking Sponsorship things is Right <laughs> I don't like them And I'm not a fan of them But the only one that has stuck with me, and and even now it's not called it anymore, but I'll still say the O two for some reason.
1: Yeah, it, it it does the, it
0: the point depot like, but I'll I'll just for some reason the O two just always comes out of me. I've always said the point still.
1: Yeah, but you would be old school like you would be st- even if you wanted to call it the fucking three arena, you'd still turn around and go point. You know what I mean? I know, Merry, you'll be. You'd just be an old stickly bastard that way. I, Absolutely. It's, it's, it's I do totally get it well down to
0: your Christy Mort because you're like Christy at the point. Christy at the point. Mm. Christy at the point. Probably, yeah.
1: yeah. Mm. But sorry, I was answering your question before we even started, and I know I ran off with myself as God. to why country sports and I sold the gun and all the rest. No, I haven't been. I have not been out shooting, but there will be. There will be shooting done. There will be shooting done. Plus, apparently, there's been a spate of robberies around nearby here, which is something that never happens in this neck of the woods. Um, right. So there's been an, uh, an unofficial chat amongst a lot of people around here and um, people will be made known that gun owners are everywhere. So there will be... Do you be have res- a WhatsApp group? I do, I'm not in it. I'm not in it, but... I, don't, I, I think you only need to tell one or two of the women around here and everybody will have it. Yeah, so it's... Yeah. You don't need fucking WhatsApp for that, Merrow. That's how, that's what real guerrilla warfare is. You don't be fucking putting it online so the fucking, anybody can pick it up. Guerrilla warfare is done across is the what, fucking ditches. This what, what, is where the fucking, the original uprising started. I right.
0: don't care what anyone says. Once it's online, Zuckerberg and Bezos read it. Yeah. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah, they, they do. do. Be- Bezos knows 100% what I've been buying on Amazon. And he's sitting there and he's
1: laughing at me. Yeah, he is. Yeah, no, he, he is. is. Yeah, Ho- yeah, Hoover
0: he is. Hoover bags. Hoover bags I'm buying on Amazon, but he's laughing at me.
1: Oh, I shamefully bought fucking... Well, the only place you could get them over the winter was I bought uh, barbecue charcoals. Hmm. I, but in my... I'm so old. I was like, how could you buy coal? Oh, and you you can buy... It arrived. It arrived. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much any it fucking Yeah,
2: drone? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. But yeah, I, I haven't
1: been shooting, Merrill. I have not been shooting. But what I would you would be, be shooting get, now? When I do get back shooting again, well, the season is over for what I'd be after. Um, which is dinner for the year really and deer so um, but my mother's hens are being terrorised in a massacre at the moment by foxes so either I, an eviction notice has to happen with these foxes or you know staunch levels will have to be fucking produced <laughs> and they'll have to talk, talk to the fiery end of a boomstick <laughs> Would you eat fox Tom? No I wouldn't eat a fox Graham I wouldn't eat a fox I'd fucking wear him I'd wear him See, I know i kn- like, <laughs> You sound like you were so sick and tired of that question. It's no. You were the first person in the world to ever ask me a fox. But you know what? Sadly, I knew it was coming from you. I knew it was like even every <laughs> the most cosmopolitan person, like literally living in a New York apartment right now, would be gone. Did he just fucking ask that man if he'd eat a fox? <laughs> like, you fucking how high is Meryl? How high is Mero? you, de- Meryl? And you don't even smoke. Fucking the devil's cabbage Sure you don't No But you, put you I, Like you really Should be an advocate for it Because you sound like Somebody who's smoking Some hefty fucking woodbine I can tell you like <laughs> Do you eat foxes? Who eats foxes? Like that is the most Stoner question I've ever been asked in my life God bless you Would you eat any rodent? Um I suppose if I was pushed to, the, I'm, Technically rabbit is rodent That's true um, If you drew the line Actually all the way To deer Deer are rodent too Really? You know, yeah Pigeon yeah, yeah.
0: isn't a Squab Isn't that technically rodent With wings I
1: don't Is that, is that I don't know I mean well they definitely fall under The the guise of pest anyway Definitely pest yeah
0: I've had squab I've had pigeon Really? Yeah was grand. I had wood pigeon honest.
1: yeah I had wood pigeon as well Just in a kind of a yeah. It's a French restaurant But it was kind of done in Kind of a, What does French sauces Tend to be made of Cream and everything else exactly And you right. could literally Fuck in Gravel And it all tastes lovely Like you know what I mean It would be grand <laughs>
0: That kind of stuff now Like where, pigeon now Is considered like Posh If you're gonna eat it like,
1: I'm yeah, Sure, e- Everything was only Like everything is Was boxed out of it Years ago Because Like the reason why that Why Mero is asking questions That only a fucking Two year old would ask <laughs> Is <laughs> It's not his fault <laughs> It's what big Farming corporate Has done To Mero <laughs> See back in I guarantee you Mero You ask any of your neighbours Or your parents They all would have had rabbit back in the day, rabbit would have been readily available. But the problem was they'd go snaring. The likes of your grandfather would have gone snaring himself, like because there would be fields very close to where you, you are like. So, but there's no good, you can make no money off people catching their own food. And this isn't going down to conspiracy, tra- this is like, this is a thing. So like corporate, I agree, like the f- big time beef and big time pork would, would they, I mean, they would perpetuate the rumor and things like, oh, you're going to catch a disease if you eat something that's from the wild. But where the fuck do you think cows roam? <laughs> do you know what I mean? They don't fucking go off to the fucking Bahamas and stay in a fucking holiday resort th- through their growing period. They, they're pretty much in the wild, same as all the sheep you eat and, and you know, anything else you eat. But if you're catching it yourself, it would always be deemed, oh, oh, oh God. So that's why rabbits went out of trend and the myxomatosis thing took off and it really wasn't as bad and it burnt itself out in a, cu- a couple of years. And you won't find it really in this country You know what I mean That's the same with deer too They perpetuate the notion Oh you're all going to catch Lyme disease Not fucking really Not fucking really Like it'll, you'll be alright I've eaten a lot of it And if I've got Lyme disease It produces great moustaches That's all I know
2: <laughs> I remember seeing a documentary before Of a, of a fella that was living off grid And he was kind of living next It was in the like uh, forestry That was next to a motorway
1: and uh, he was just living off roadkill Yeah I I know Like I'd mate now And he's I think he He kinda He went heavy on the fucking rough grub like that I think it was more so in defiance of He's from He was from Cork City like But he was You know what I mean He he went down that I think it was more just in defiance of The system that is Everything that we all eat I'm not we fucking all paying
0: our, for little boy Fuck this like
1: Oh fuck that I remember he was on the way to a wedding That we're all going to right He's a fucking he, The same guy's a fucking savage <laughs> and his I think him and the wife Are broke up now Because she just couldn't Take much more of it Like but he, They were driving to And there's, there's a weird There's weird rules Surrounding roadkill Actually Merrow, In Ireland Really? Like if you hit it You cannot technically Go out and pick it up And take it home with you But You The next fellow on after you Technically can The idea being I don't know I'm guessing they adopted it From the States or something The idea being Is that you wouldn't Purposely try and kill Something with the front Of your vehicle For eating purposes So Actually roadkill rules Yeah there there are In the idea That you wouldn't go Fucking aiming for the thing To just go Listen I've got a bull bar On the front of this 4x4 I'm gonna blow that Fucking (laughs) yoke up the road It'll be half cooked It'll be halfway home I'll hit it that fucking hard (laughs) I'll hit it hard enough And drive it into The fucking freezer From here (laughs) You know, so I hit him hard enough to drive the skin off the fucker. He'll be fucking butchered by the time he gets home. So <laughs> sorry, I have th- completely taken over your fucking podcast. I mean, I to be honest, yeah, that's airport. all right,
0: man. That's 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 the idea. Like I just know we've we've definitely lost vegans here. We've, we've they're gone. And, ve- and ve- vegetarians were lost
1: a lost long time ago. And
0: vegetarians are circling the drain, but well, sure look, here we are.
1: Um, no, listen, I have no I've I've gotten into it with both and we've i've kind of said well look here's your thing and like are you are you going to go after everybody go after big corporate fucking farming if that's your issue like don't come after somebody who actually gleans maybe one or two animals peacefully throughout the year and honorably eats every part of that fucking animal like don't, don't what are you uh, talking about like
0: But sustainable eating uh sustainable's a buzzword these days isn't it that's what they're all
1: I suppose yeah I, oh. yeah I should use that I should use mm-hmm. that word that's a good word rather than fuck yourself yeah I should <laughs> definitely use that ever <laughs> <laughs> you ever watch The Bearded Butchers Tom? on YouTube I've seen them They're yeah. American, yeah very interesting fellas yeah very yeah yeah the, you see the old man was a butcher for years too so he loves that shit when I show him it on YouTube like, was, awesome. and of course awesome. yeah. he's watching it Going, I'd fucking fired a lot of him you know, he's got first off, they're walking around with fucking beards hanging in over <laughs> fucking meat. What the fuck are they doing? You know, which you can't really have. Like, but he got beards on. Yeah, yeah, but he, he his complaint about any of the Americans is how slow they are. Right. It's how Fair. fucking slow they are. But again, I was like, they're doing it for their YouTube channel, though. you're not yeah. for speed purposes, you know, to sell it to a customer. They're doing it for the but yeah, I do. I I do have a an innate kind of interest in not knives or anything, but just how you'd go about Sorting out your own grub Yeah you know,
2: you know you know, when you're sharpening A butcher's knife mm. Is there any fear of uh, The steel shavings Falling onto the meat
1: Next to nothing They'd be so see? microscopic Yeah they'd be so microscopic That It wouldn't even be a, No It wouldn't be a case Like you if know, you're going to, you, But you'll see <laughs> fellas When they're sharpening They turn away with the steel It's a rod Like that has Tiny yeah. little ridges in it You'll see them kind of Turn away And I mean if there are any microscopic steel filings going into the meat, then it would be highly unlikely that they would even stand over to do it. Yeah.
0: marrow just Mer- so worried that he's gonna eat a steak one day and it's gonna be like that gold shiker stuff where it cuts <laughs> the back of your throat. <laughs> <laughs> do, you do you remember
1: that, that? Do you remember that yeah. fucking rumor that people are yeah. gonna on? it's, it's was one about it's into
0: your bloodstream quicker? Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh
1: fuck the shit we came out with in the eighties and nineties. Like there was another one. Um <laughs> Fucker, what somebody Rotman cigarettes that apparently they used to put um fiberglass through the filter or something to so that little flecks of, of glass oh, would enough. go into your lungs and nick it, and that so nicotine could get into you because you know fags really aren't bad enough, like you know what I mean? That yeah, they yeah. won't get in, it won't possibly get into your bloodstream fast enough, like
0: yeah, that, all they needed was that little bit of more sinister edge about them, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Rotman's what? still gone.
1: I don't know I,
0: I haven't got a packet of fags In a long long time yeah, like, Ro- so. I, like, I, the, the last I fucking saw Rotman's Was when they sponsored A Formula 1 car Yeah yeah I mean,
1: Yeah don't You don't fucking, see
0: any
2: Of the branding anymore So I don't know what yeah. smokes. Well
0: cigarettes the aren't they, they can't do any sort Of marketing anymore Can mm-hmm. they not God forbid a child Fucking can't tell Right from wrong And they pick up a packet like.
1: Are fags gone from Formula 1 altogether like? Oh gee, yeah. for for years Since like the late or 90s Early 2000s I, yeah. I, I mean, And I've I watched think, F1 But I, I just haven't Copped
0: that Come on. Yeah I, I think It was about 2000 and. Three, maybe, Jimmy Hedges Robbins and Benson and Hedges, it used to be. Marlboro Marlboro had gotten Ferrari as well. Yeah. Yeah. And they used to be on the McLarens and then West cigarettes were in there. They were all, it was just a fucking place for whiskey and cigarettes. That's all Formula One was. Like, you know, West was cigarettes, James. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, because I I know Schumacher was still driving in a Ferrari and there was Marlboro sponsorship. And then at some point in his tenure, they stopped. They used to do this thing where you could do the logo, but you couldn't have the actual word on the car. So they all got very clever. So the, the Jordans Which were Benson and Hedges They had like Bitten and hisses Or <laughs> Yeah Or buzzing hornets And the car looked like a hornet
1: Oh, oh yeah but, Remember and, all that kind of stuff yeah. so they, 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 There was a year or A year or There was a while too Where it wasn't allowed to be called A Heineken cup in France It was, right. it was called the H cup The H cup like, yeah. Who is wondering what H is for Like who's got I, I can't them. I can't wrap my head around this lads. I, can't. <laughs> I can't I can't I'm just not getting it just not getting it. Yeah, fucks, you know. But I, I don't know how influenced I would be to smoke fags by watching the Formula One. Maybe it would. Maybe I, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I, th- I th- it's weird. Like I,
0: I've watched Formula One since I was a kid, and I just at no point at all while I was watching lads drive around in circles today ever go. Do you know make this better? Twenty John Player Blue. <laughs> <laughs> at no point at all did they. <laughs> Do, Do you mean? know what?
1: What would make you want to smoke fags though? Is if you if if like the zoomed in, you know, as somebody's just coming over the fucking the track and like. Shumi has the visor up And a big fag Sticking out of his mouth Like you go Oh now I want to fag <laughs> Now I want to smoke Because that man's The coolest driver of all time yeah. I want to I want to smoke now Yeah
0: You see like It's, it's fucking mad though Because you ever watch like Videos from like the 70s And shit Of Formula 1 Where it was just Mayhem everywhere There's lads standing In the middle of the pit lane Petrol everywhere And fags Petrol everywhere And it's And you can see Like there's fucking petrol And you're like This is No wonder so many of them Fucking died back then Like
1: But dying was okay back then, Dan. I think we're making an awful big deal about dying these days, like, as if we're all never going to die. (laughs) People were all grand with dying. Do you know, like, I was only talking with somebody on another podcast, on the Monster Fuzz podcast, and they're going, how, you know, your grandfather, he (laughs) lived till 100 years of age, he must have been fucking minding himself. Minding himself, like, the man just didn't know to be fucking sore or sick or whatever. (laughs) And he called it when he was dying. He was like, that's me done now. Got the check, look. Like, (laughs) <laughs> but they were mountain people Like they didn't They didn't conceive Nor give a fuck about dying Do you know what I mean So it was like When it arrives It arrives Just who gives a fuck like your yeah, granddad was a funny man Wasn't he Yeah he was hardcore He was hardcore He did every, His entire existence He did everything On his terms <laughs> I, I just What did he know. work at He was a mechanical engineer Like And electric But he, he got out of it After uh, Again a big fucking explosion He he had a, a guy that was working with him. I think he'd said he'd... F- it was like when you... Back in the day when you wouldn't have a replacement petrol tank for a car, you'd right. have to weld it. And it was supposed to be well flushed of all fucking liquids, of flammable liquids. There was a little bit left in it. And he put the, the gas welding to her and she fucking blew the living shit. He was one of the first guys in the country to have skin grafts. Jesus. Um, oh, yeah. Well. But at that he was like Oh fuck all this Do you know what It was more, I think dealing with the public Was his thing too It's was like oh, These Because At the beginning it was great Because nobody had You know Lights and, You know He was literally installing A light bulb for people They would call him to go Can you come down And make the wizard glow again It's like <laughs> Jesus So for a few years He was literally Gandalf And then uh, well, <laughs> But then as as society would be society, they get cocky. You know, it's like Ireland in the 90s was grand. None of us had a pot to piss in, so none of us had an attitude. Then all of a sudden we got a few quid and went skiing and now we're all cunts. You know what I mean? It's the same story. Few people got a fucking, he and, you know, a radio. And now all of a sudden they're fucking, they think they're Tesla. You know, and they're going, yeah. uh, can you come down here and fix my radio? Get some. The car blowing up was nearly a blessing in the sky. So he was like, fuck all this. So he went and bought a farm. So...
2: Yeah. and he was 100 when he passed 100
1: yeah 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 and when
2: did when did he, he stop working
1: 95 um, no he wound no he wound up the farm like at about 90 um he sold he sold the farm he kind of put it doesn't he just sold it even it was a business very efficient but like he was it wasn't a passed down kind of you see farms out the country and lads are kind of going "I can't make a few i can't make a pound out of it but he actually used a very business like attitude towards his farm everything was, every hedge was square, every, you know, everything looked fucking prim and proper because it had to turn a profit every year or it was pointless to him. Do you know that kind of way? He had, yeah, yeah. He had a, lo- a family love affair with this particular farm, he, you know, mm. even though they were farmers originally, but his one was a business. And when it, you know, and when it came to a point, where it was like, this is going to stop making profit soon, you know, because cattle was going down and stuff like that. So he went, all right, fuck this. Just bend it. And so he retired about 90. Yeah. Lovely. But well, I mean, no one went to get out Is fucking half the
0: battle With these things you know what I mean Yeah like, too many people are just cling on And like that's the emotional Attachment or whatever But even though you're saying About him like He's basically Gandalf Or whatever But that's the fucking time Gone by Where people would Actually call someone To come out and repair it Rather than saying It's only 60 quid Like I'll just go and buy A new one That's all everyone does now We just buy new ones Nobody Throwing fucking-
1: Throwaway technology, man. It's, it's mad, isn't it? It's throwaway society of everything. It's. Do you remember, sure? I mean, we, I was actually only talking this morning about I wanted to watch Dances with Wolves again. I haven't seen oh, it in like... Oh, yes. Because I started watching Yellowstone with herself and she was like, jeez, I do not... I had not appreciated how much I... We a one. We were going, Kevin Costner's just a cool motherfucker. Yes. like. Yeah. And I would talk about Dances with Wolves and I had a Dances with Wolves poster because I just thought, again, like every child, I thought wolves were cool. But... I got it from our TV repair guy who also had a, had a video shop who was also our bus, our school bus driver. <laughs> That's when people work three jobs. Like. You and, label. and you talk about pigeons. He used to bring his carrier pigeons, his homing pigeons from the town, which is about 15 miles away, the town he was from, and bring them like way past my house, like into the fucking the Glen of Ardo, like out by the mountains, let them off. But he, he used to give me the odd poster when I'd ask for it, you know, have you got a movie to it? You know, I got the yeah. Terminator one. Um, but like he was the TV repa- like repair guy and you go oh yeah people didn't just catch the telly and fuck it in the dump see <laughs> you actually went and got that shit fixed like
0: yeah, yeah. I can remember the, the the little tube thing I remember yeah. when, when the TVs had a back to them they weren't just yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the tube thing in the back and having to get that fucking fit and it was a nightmare because the fella would come out and he looked look at me don't have that part take me oh, it's going to take me a couple of days to get that you had no telly for a few days yeah the fuck is this? No? Yeah. And th- nowadays, the telly breaks, ah, oh, fuck, I'll go down to Power City, 200 quid, I'll have a new 50-inch flat screen. Fuck
2: it. Well, the flat screens, they always say that they're uneconomical to repair, so you might as well just get a new one.
1: Which has become that with everything. Like, I mean, even, yeah. even the other day, I was buying a, I needed, I was getting the, the NCT and had to put, there was an indicator, bulb gone on the wing mirror. Do you think you can put a bulb in? <laughs> no, you fucking can't. A whole yes. new mirror. Well, they, that's what they're trying to do. But then I embodied my old grandfather and went, no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I can't have this. At least if I, if I break it, I break it. I got to buy a fucking new one anyway. And I got it open, got in, and it was a little LED bulb that cost nothing because your man wouldn't take money off me. He goes, I don't even know what to fucking charge you for that. <laughs> <laughs> Just take the fucking thing with it. Got it in and... Got it all slowly back together. Put it all A little bit of glue had to be used, lads, but it's an LED bulb. It won't go. And that car will be long gone before I fucking worry about that ever again. She passed the NCT. But again, it was like, oh, catch that wing mirror and fuck it in the, in the dump, like, and go get a whole new wing mirror for the sake of life. You're like, ah, oh, for the love of Jesus, there has to be something here I can do. Like, you know.
0: <laughs> fuck that. Did you pass the NCT, Tom?
1: I did. It did. It did. What's, yeah. what, what's your take on the NCT? In it's it's gotten it's gotten loosey goosey, I'll tell you that, because once upon a time
2: <laughs> Lucy goosey, yeah,
1: fucking, once upon a time there was like fifty fucking markers on it. Like now it's like the the you know, the COVID scenario with the fucking getting kids to fuck, or getting teachers to, to grade them themselves without the exam. It's the same thing kind of going, err! It looks all right from my house, drive it on. Do you know? <laughs> like as it fucking by pure fluke a brake light went driving in there. And I went, because I just gave a one last look around, and I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. I went, no, I'm saying that. And your man copied it all. Love it. One, one is good enough, is in his opinion, <laughs> or if they even tested it. I don't know. <laughs> but it kind of depends on the centres too, kind of lads, yeah. because I brought, I remember I had a polo briefly. It was ourselves car, and I wanted to NCT it. Because there was only, do you know when you know there's only a while left in a car before it yeah. starts, the ghosts come to, come to take it. And uh, this car was, it was fucking worse than I thought it was. But I took it to this NCT in Mullingar. We were living kind of over that, not in Mullingar, but we it was the nearest one to where we were at the time. We were out beyond Lucan. And well, fuck me, I, it was in and out. And I swear on my life in two minutes two it can't be more than two minutes. And I, let, I buy, and I chanced it. I left 20 quid in the ashtray. It was gone. And that car, I sold it to a mechanic that was living next door to us. And I said, listen, it's after passing the NCT, but I'm going to be straight and honest. I don't know, should it, should it have? <laughs> and I think I was only looking for five or 600 quid for the thing. And he took it for a spin. He went, I'm going to be spending a week on that. That's so bad. <laughs> but he says I'm glad to have gotten it because it's an auto and stuff like that and I want it and I will give you the money you're asking for it. but he says Tom I'm telling you somebody should be arrested for passing that I says well 20 quid got it over the fucking line he went I wouldn't, I wouldn't take two grand to put that over the line it's that much of a bucket of shit like the bollocks were hanging out of this car dragging up the road like it should not have passed but so yeah I mean the NCT it's I I, I don't fear it at all and people get awful stressed about the fucking ocean and the thing like
0: if Don't get ha- stressed about it But I think it's a bit of a racket
1: Oh it's an absolute fucking racket yeah. It's an absolute racket Same as fucking raising the tax on cars Over fucking 10 or 11 years like Jacking the tax through the fucking roof Like you can like, So you can't have certain cars Because they just and they go. Oh it's for the environment You're like You go fuck yourself A 1.2 can be like All the new Audis now are Three and a half litre plus mm. But they're, because they're brand new Audis but if you could have a 1.2 Fiesta from say 2005 it's going to cost you like 700 quid to tax it for the year like it's just to, to keep the fucking shops because tr- again just like the hunting what use is Merrow selling the car to you selling it to me and the three of us keeping all our money between each other like yeah it's no use to anybody but us three so and old greedy fucking if there's an Uncle Sam what what do we call the government in Ireland what can we call him if it's not what, what's we need to give the government a fucking like Uncle Sam to me is like a slimy old uncle who'd fucking put his hand into your arse pocket and rob your fucking communion money. Do you know what I mean? And that's what we need for a name for Ireland. Before the end of the show, we should develop a name. Uncle Christie. Okay, no, because Christie's good. Christy's good. <laughs> yeah, I'll die. Christy Christie, put a fiver into your top pocket and said, "Don't, no, don't spend it all in the one shop." That's what Uncle <laughs> Christie would do. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Christie would definitely slay you a fag when you were eight. Oh, know for I mean? sure he would. If sure just, he you would.
0: Just go on outside that now. Say nothing. Know what I mean, Leo. There we go. There we go. Uncle Leo. Do you know what? Uncle I, I know, Leo or cousin Leo? Cousin Leo, was cousin better Leo is a cousin. Gollux. Cousin Leo seems like the type of fucker who'd rat you out for acting like.
1: Yeah. You know I mean? There we go. Oh, does that, so that's the embodiment of every government going forward, even if Leo fucking retires tomorrow.
0: It's <laughs> I couldn't give me. a shit what he gets up to. I like this cousin Leo bit. Cousin Leo yeah. to me, he's that. When, when you were kids, Cousin Leo be the one that he'd fucking rob biscuits. I and mean, when somebody said, Where are all the biscuits gone? He'd just point at you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? yeah. 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 There you go. So, yeah, I, I mean, it's, it, I, it was only, I was reading, it was just, uh, just before Christmas that and a small article when, of course, they were fucking littered in the paper with nothing but COVID numbers. All our hair is going to go on fire if we go outside. You're like, For the love of fuck. And then just in this little article, it was like, or the government are bringing in plans to actually tax your parents if they give you a loan without in- putting interest on it. I saw that and they scrapped it. Really?
0: In fact, they did scrap it. But I saw that and I was like, "Fuck in. There's kite flying, and then there's just pure shit housery.
1: That is shit housery at the highest right. order. Like. You that is. Imagine I mean, that. Heard of that? Who that? The fucking government were. It was Pascal. Pascal the Yeah. That was fair cheeky. Like, can you like before I'd fucking pay it let them send whatever bail if they want before I'd fucking pay it. If your old payer, if somebody was after giving you a lend of a fuck, or giving you a few pound, mm. go away and fuck How do you it. even tax that though? I'm sure, if they saw it from moving from one account to another over a certain amount, maybe over five grand, oh, and yeah, being there for God. longer than a month, they'd go, why aren't you charging interest on so your child?
0: You'll already pay interest on an inheritance, sure. Oh, I mean? yeah, like it's so, a fucking
1: scandal, anyway. Like, that, that, that is, is thats
0: absolutely outrageous. Like, do you know what that I mean? There's so much of it that's just fucking, but this is it. This is what happens when you live in a taxable economy. economy like, was it Tony Groves on fucking Claire Bourne there the other week or whatever? And he was saying that, that it's this neoliberal capitalist society, and nobody seems to be willing to use that term, but everybody's talking about it. Yeah, and I was just like, do you know what? Old Tony G is on to something there. Look, everybody just wants to line their own pockets. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that. Do you know what I mean? You want a few bob to look after yourself and look after people around you. But like, just fucking bullshit of sort of saying, well, so long as I get a little bit more of my pocket lined than you do kind of thing. Just an awful lot of shit How is we going on. But
2: there, a couple of weeks ago, Pascal Donoghue was saying that he never said he was going to get rid of the USC charge. Mm. And there's an actual tweet. When he was campaigning, saying that we will abolish the USC, but he said he never said it. Oh, Do you know. Man. So and then and that, you know that people were saying, but well, you Finngale used that as part of their campaign to get into government. That you know they, that you were you were saying that the USC was a temporary a temporary um, tax, mm. and you said you were going to abolish it. No, I never said that. There's tweets. Oh, there's a, really as Danny funny. said, there's always a tweet.
0: Yeah it's a uh, I don't know that's what fucking hadn't hadn't envisaged we'd be going down a political route here Tonight no, like, you know Tom, like mean?
2: so so. in relation to your show like what was the process like right now you're obviously very happy with it because you think it's years of of work coming to fruition so was was it a hard process
1: no it actually wasn't it was weird it was hard at the beginning when i said i would need to write a new show but what mm-hmm. i've discovered over the years is that you can put yourself to the pin, pin of your collar and say, "Look, tomorrow I have a nine o'clock deadline. It must be fucking finished." So fair enough, like, but there'll be almost no organics to it. It'll be funny, but what I've discovered is, with me, I I can hear lads talking about. It. I'm going rushing now this morning. I'm like, "Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, yeah,", yeah. and it, it does work for some lads. It does look, and they love that prescribed stuff. Whereas I really, I think, like training is the best fucking. The best, you know, thing you can do Like you can't sit in a fucking classroom Fucking thinking about these mm. about, about how to play a game Like you need to get out And fucking horse into it Like so I um, With the ramble pod And my bookshot I actually trialed a lot of stuff So it's me just talking Ignosing for half an hour Purely for the Patreons And You get You get honest feedback And I actually did a live Stand-up show to them With Half an hour of Brand new fucking material And took their feedback on it Like um, Class And that was but what I'll do is I'll plant a seed of a thing, Merrill and um, long drives. And I find, I find the hunting used to be great for that. Cause you get uh, nine times out of 10, you're going to get not, you're just going for a fucking nice walk in the, in the forest. Silence. And just let that fucking yoke mull over in your head. And I know, I know the route to funny now. Do you know what I mean? I know the route to funny. And cause of, you know, you've done it that many fucking times. Like, so you, but you do have to be some sort, you have to catalog each each stage of the of the scenario or of the of the show. But over the last few months now of on and off gigs, and it was it was coming it was coming good probably around November. And then I started adding tops and tails to it in the last few gigs over the last few weeks now. Just with, you know, I wouldn't give them the whole, as I say, I wouldn't give them the whole farm. But you're dotting in some of the new stuff and you're going, oh fuck, that feels that's hitting way hotter. Way hotter than the other stuff like so I'm very, very excited to have the culmination of all of it come together. You know, so but I will, I won't, mm. and I, w- I won't write it. I will not write it word for word because I back, I backed my diet. Yeah, I back my chat. Like you know what I mean? Because fuck me, can I talk? I mean, have you not noticed? Like exactly. So.
2: But how, how much of your how much of your show though is improv? Like how much when you get onto the stage that night, like you could write a say a forty minute show, but the show was an hour long. Would that?
1: yeah 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 I mean what I will write it I mean you better as the fellow says you better uh, better to have be having it than than fucking looking for it like so I will have there'll be an hour there if I need it there'll be fucking there'll be an hour and 20 if I need it but you do invi- invariably find that there's an awful lot of fun to be had with digging about with the audience too like because you want to make the show for them you know like I was that's a big realization that comes to most comedians later on and that oh this has nothing to do with you you're purely yeah. a conduit of funny to the people who just want it. they're on a night out it, you are the court, court jester and once you stop thinking this show is actually about you and take the dickhead out of it then people really st- they bite through, they, they see through the bullshit fairly. now people will be absolutely masked by the fact that you if you have a great media company behind you going this person is for you and the kind of thoughts you think and you have a great marketing team and stuff like that. But really, when it comes down to it, you see the pure joy in people's faces. Like when they go, oh, this fella's fucking having the crack with us. He's fucking yeah, yeah. loving this. And I am. I There's not. I wouldn't be, I would not do it if I didn't absolutely fucking have the crack and enjoy it with people. Like, There's a huge um,
2: appetite now since the restrictions were lifted for comedy. Um, I do see an awful lot of the, the even the comedy clubs sold out and stuff. Look at Joanne McNally. He should have selling 36 dates in Vickership. Yeah. Yes. How
1: many fucking around
0: the country just
2: around the country like phenomenal,
1: phenomenal. And I mean as well, there's it's it's the I suppose it's the Venn diagram of a bunch of things for the likes of Joanne Mm. that are coming a while, but she Joanne positioned herself very smartly, like in in the right ways to get herself available to for people to know more about to build an audience. Mm. Um very And brilliant Very very good at it Like and know, Knows her act know, Knows what people Are looking for Like she You know She knows herself There'll be four fellas In the whole of Vickers Street like. But sure, she don't give a fuck yeah, Do you know yeah. what I mean Like Do you know And they're just there Because Whatever Do you know For whatever reason But she knows Who her audience are And she plays To the to the gallery she's, Like She's brilliant
0: She's And even Her podcast With Vogue Which is Like in fairness Like it's absolutely Fucking brilliant And I I can't. Remember, I heard her talking about it, and she described like somebody described it to her as, you know, like during Lockdown. That podcast for women became what women would do when they just went out and drank wine together. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they, they yeah. were that, that that podcast became kind of the vessel for how women felt. Oh, we're still getting to do this, but we're just doing it in a way that it's Joanne and Vogue. Like yeah. it's it's brilliant.
1: It's, like, oh, it was it, it was everybody. success to her, Like I Joanne on on Buckshot years ago, and yeah. she, she was she. She said it she goes she understood the market mm. she understood the market inside out she was like i know that there's not an enough women doing it yeah M- mark for the market not for the moral reasons of it mm. she, wh- why would it like people i'm sure i'm say she's fair sick of being asked that question like going Do you know more women she joanne wouldn't want more women she doesn't want anybody in comedy like any comedian doesn't we're selfish lone wolf motherfuckers like <laughs> i don't i want all the gigs <laughs> i want all every one of the gigs i want them all so i want yeah. to be able to you know, fucking gig in three places at the one time. I want all the gigs and fair play to anybody else who's doing gigs, but I don't give a fuck. You know, and nobody does. Ha- you know, your hat's off, fair play. But reality is that you want to be doing all of them because you're, you're not in a band. You're not in a fucking team. You are absolutely on your own and you take all the fall for it and you take all the praise for it. Yeah. So. so
0: With places back open, Tom, and I know you, earlier on we kind of touched on some of the places you're playing, you are kicking off in Belfast of and everything, so. What does the road look like then now? Because like pre pre pandemic, you probably would have been gigging
1: five five nights a week, easy. Yeah, well, I suppose yeah, building up towards things, but through one guys or another, whether it was hosting something or mm. uh, or doing stand up, which invariably I'll be in a, I'll be in a comedy club twice a week minimum. Yeah, pre plan uh, pre pandemic, but minimum. But rea- in reality, on average, probably three to four, and then you'd probably be. Hosting some tasty fucking thing at a weekend or whatever. Um, and that was yeah, that was pre pandemic. So the road, it's it's fucking well, comedy is a weird fucking road anyway. Nobody will tell you not, they'll nobody will give you any roadmap as to how to do it. Nobody will ever give you any advice. And if they do, be fucking careful. If young comedians are getting advice off people, just be white. Chances are, you're
0: not selling here, Tom. No, no, but he's, I, I, he's, he's right that the only good advice I ever got, for, like in terms of somebody actually bestowing a voice, not just kind of, like myself and yourself would have had chats like years ago and whatever, just talking about like, oh, that place is decent to do kind of thing. yeah, That kind of stuff is grand. But in terms of actual, Jerry McBride gave me the best bit of advice. He's like, if you, get, if you do a gig and somebody offers you a gig off the back of that, dance with the girl who brought you. Oh, you do the material. That has won them over Don't think Oh he's after offering me Fucking 10 minutes somewhere I've been doing 7 minute open mics In that 10 minute one I'm going to try a load Of new shit Yeah Don't, Yeah yeah you know, no, Dance yeah. with the girl Who brought you And it was f- Fucking great I was only doing gigs Like 3 months or something And like th- That bit of advice Made sense straight away I was like Gotcha Loud and clear
1: Ah uh, yeah I, was, I mean I'm probably Being facetious There is definitely p- Good people That will give you advice like, But there is mm. no set roadmap there really oh, not Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Not in Ireland anyway because we don't have the infrastructure like you know mm. every every half decent sized town in the UK has a comedy club. You know, yeah. cuz they just have they have a thing for going to the theater. They just mm. do of yeah. uh, you know and a performance is a thing that's 500 years old in the UK. Whereas here people just don't grasp it. So it's it's like the whole county Tipperary has one theater I think I was telling you before like in yeah. yeah. that's about it. Was there
2: was there ever a point in your career where you wanted to give
1: England the go? Yeah, I thought about it, and then I was over and back there, and I'm like, I suppose if I had never done anything else, I might be naive enough to go, yeah, absolutely, let's do it, even though I wouldn't have enjoyed it, you know, I would have suffered through it, like, but because, like, you know, when you're fucking, I wasn't, that. I was in my late twenties when I got into stand-up, but I had a lot of work done and things done, where I was like, oh, no, 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 I couldn't be dealing with fucking England. On the day on the daily. I couldn't. Do you know? And I understand my limitations, more more, Mero. Like like I'm better, I'm a better person in living in the countryside. I'm a calmer person. You know what I mean? I I keep things very simple. And if I had to live in London, I would be either in prison or just a furious psychopath just storming around the seats just because of the continuous fucking I chaos. don't know s- chaos and, st- and stimulation of stupidity. Have you lived in Rotterdam? I've done Edinburgh like six times yeah and and that's it that's fuck that
0: because it's, it's it's a mountain of work like Edinburgh's not this fucking no I, glory hall that people fucking glory hall's is not the right word it's <laughs> fucking yeah
1: what part of Edinburgh were you in <laughs> yeah.
0: it's not this glorious fucking run of comedy like it's, a, it's it's a fucking slog is what Edinburgh is for a comedian like
1: yeah it's it's kind of unnatural in a lot of ways like it's you're doing the guts of fucking 30 days. You're doing 20, maybe fucking three or 24. Some people even more if they were doing a preview over there, 26 days of the same show over and over again. And you're cap in hand to every fucker. Literally, literally you're, if you're doing the free fringe, yeah. you have a bucket at the door and go pay what you feel it was worth. And through to your own flyers, you're having to fucking coax people. Like there is, there's methods, there's methods to it. But mm. I think for me, it just like, i done it in different guises. Like I did a full hour, full run a couple of times and then I did like a two week stint and then I did like a 10 day stint and a week stint. And I was like, oh, I don't need this. Oh, I definitely don't need this. No, I don't. Like, I, I don't because like I, I don't, I don't need the love of absolute fucking strangers who won't know my name within 30 seconds of them walking out the door. I don't, I don't. No, no, you're grand. Nor do I need the pat in the back from some generic fucking reviewer who's going to come in and go yeah you know who's never picked up a mic in their life and going like, yeah. I'll never forget my first ever review I was only doing comedy maybe two or three years and it was the worst fucking gig ever it was actually a preview show we got there to, I was doing a half half and half like a half an hour with, and, mm. of an hour with Sean Hegarty he's a northern comedian and, I was, and it, it was <laughs> the fuck I, did I ever tell you about that where you once started crying no I don't think so. No. no, there's one. There's one fucking <laughs> broke down. It was fucking hilarious. The more I think about it, it was this? <laughs> it was this fucking basement uh, of a of a restaurant because that's what they do. It's every every yeah. cubbyhole they can find in Edinburgh becomes a theater. Like, and I went on stage or whatever. And sure, I had my material. I had my half an hour, and I had a bit of chat if it needed to be, you know, but not really. And. And Like, it was... It was only about fucking... Like, it, it could, we, we had some good days. We had some great days. We packed it out, maybe 60% of the time. But the other times, there was days when it's just raining outside and it's a Tuesday. In the middle of the day, like at three o'clock. Who the fuck are you going to expect? So you get maybe 10 people in, you know, and they'd sit in different parts. And they'd, you know, they'd be polite enough. And I'll never forget the first day, first performance in Edinburgh, this mad-looking yoke. You know, a mad-looking yoke, like hair all stuck up on one side of her head. I didn't even see her come in. She was sitting like fucking five rows back, just starts wailing, crying. Like five minutes into my set, I'm like, "Uh now I had not the stage maturity to deal with this scenario because there's other people in their fucking room. And I, what's what's going on back there? She's like, I'm all right to be fucking drunk in the day. I went, oh, you absolutely do. But I'd sooner not be here right now. She's like, uh, I said, oh, you want to, you want to share with, I like, rather than me going, She want to step outside, and we, you know, and, thankfully my girlfriend, now wife, Natasha, to, this is another sign that this woman was wife material, she was like, look, and she grabbed this woman by the shoulder, She said, come on, we'll bring you outside, she's, and all I could hear was wailing all the way, I'm like, fuck, you know, and she couldn't get her from beyond the door outside, right? she would not fuck off up the stairs now onto the street where she wanted to bring her. So she's outside the door so we can still hear her wailing as loud as if she was in the room. And I'm trying to go, so what's the deal with fucking airplane food? Ah. You know, whatever, <laughs> shit, whatever shit I was doing at the time. Because... While it was getting laughs Your material for the first five years Is pure shit Like it's mm. shit You're just banging together As many words That sound funny as you can And this, one, this one's outside the door Going I see Basically it was the month anniversary Of her, her father Who had been stabbed Outside the door of this place And I'm like Fuck Well that's the most Scottish thing I've ever fucking heard in my life. <laughs> you know I said I got away with it I said so And she got her away And It was actually Other than that Like it actually went grand People were very nice It was like I need to hear more Of this Scottish accent It was (laughs) A a crying fucking Scottish woman Who's You know Mourning her father Is that That's where I Peek Anything Anything outside of that I turn into Shrek It's uh, (laughs) But yeah And Somebody was in there A reviewer For some reason Was one of the fucking Like nine other people That were in the room some youngster Who by all accounts Writes for a Gardening fucking magazine Oh
0: fuck mate,
1: Is in there And just decided to review this, this preview show Because we wanted A couple of goes of it Because we had Three days to preview And it didn't really matter If anybody was there or not It was at least rehearsals Before the festival Officially opened This motherfucker reviewed it And one of the lines I remember they were Complaining about me Mentioned nothing About that madness Mentioned nothing um, And And one of the lines was Oh man he doesn't even Look like a comedian Like what does that even mean? I mean what did I definitely do? Did I leave my head somewhere? Like did I have my back to the fucking audience and look at like what does a comedian look like? You know what I mean? Like it was I, I was a bit more clean cut Than this marrow, But at the same time I was a person With a microphone Saying words What the fuck more Do you need to look like You, you know didn't,
0: You didn't have the big Chunky glasses And the Hardy Hill collar You see So There you go Yeah, the,
1: but, yeah. And that, that's And it was kind of From there It was kind of Sullied ever from that It was like Oh I have no love for this And some mm. people Fucking love it It's their It's their fucking Christmas Hanukkah And fucking whatever else Rolled into one They fucking love it and more power to him, but like, nah, man. I don't. I get, I like. I come away like I've had standing ovations there, and I literally am utterly like Bateman in fucking American Psycho. I'm utterly dead inside. I'm going nice, thank you. <laughs> Let's move on. You know, I <laughs> nothing do I get like, and it's weird. Do you know if I did a comedy, which I've done comedy clubs in Edinburgh. And I've had great times and really enjoyed it but for some reason whatever it is about this fringe it seems so m- fucking unorganic I think Arty. is the word. Yeah, it's very like right next door I remember doing one one time and it was a, I was sharing a fucking I, uh, I suppose it was the top of a fucking of a venue the Pear Tree which is a great venue but across the fucking like the hall from me were these lads the poshest English lads who were all like you know they're all called things like Toby. you know <laughs> They were doing sketch comedy via the medium of ukuleles for an hour. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. And them last then they these lads packed it in after a week. Not even a week. They got to about five days because I was getting great audiences. And like it wouldn't be two minutes in. And a lot of my audiences were kind of fucking rough bastards. I don't know why, but there were a lot of I got on. I got on with these people. But within five minutes I'd invariably get them all to chant shut the fuck up three times across the corridor to these lads because they wouldn't have two people in and they're changing away on these tang 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 fucking old the six of the pies they're all called two and I annoyingly three of them are actually called Tom but <laughs> it was a different Tom it was a different kind of Tom but so yeah I, I mean it, it is really good for new comedians because you'll come away you'll come away with fucking a year's worth of, of experience because you're dealing with so many different factors Plus, it kind of breaks you inside a little bit because one day is whopper. The next day, fuck. Whopper, fuck. So it's, you ended up what I call cauliflower brain or cauliflower happiness. is that you just can't feel it anymore. Like, you know, <laughs> that kind of way you just... It's like the ears of a fighter or a rugby player. They're just so fucking fucked. You can't feel it anymore. So I didn't... For me, it, it, it wore off after, after a while. It wore off. So yeah, it's... it's, it's I don't feel much love for it. If you know what I mean. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's You'd rather be stay local. Yeah. I mean I don't I, I have great times when I do go abroad to do it. But knowing that this is just a fun it feels like a fun little fucking not a folly because you're getting paid for it, but at the same time it does feel like a little a little jolly, a bit of crack. Um plus also like and there's no there's no two ways about it, like you'll see people's mouths hanging open when you're throwing them absolute fire. Mm. going why is this coming so fast at me all this humor but irish audiences nine times out of ten are on with you they're on they're on the train with it might take them two or three minutes to to initially catch up to speed but like i would i did was in galway the other night and a lot of people were kind of drunk and it was a competition so they had a lot that had like eight or nine brand new comedians new new comedians doing their competition material and during the deliberation they bring on a headliner to do like 25 30 minutes and you could see people's brains were fuck, 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 because it had eight or nine absolute newbies you know, who were and then I came on you know, swinging for the fucking fences. But within three minutes, they're up with you. And then the remaining 27 minutes we're all having a fucking jolly old time. And I find, found gigging sometimes in the UK you mightn't, they might never catch that train. Mightn't at all. And yeah. Fuck you well, i get- not slowing down.
0: Will we get festivals Back this year Tom The likes of the comedy carnivals And Kilkenny And all those kind of Fucking things
1: Are they on the cards Yeah 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 Oh they're all I don't know I've never done Kilkenny Have you not never, done Kilkenny No Never done Kilkenny I've done every festival There is to do And I've done it Three or four spots at All of them But mm. Kilkenny And me have never The twain have not met <laughs> And you can take from that From whatever you want
0: I, Yeah Okay then I, Do um, know that?
1: Yeah I, I, I don't know. It's it's not. I think they're quite selective. Hmm. Um, and I wouldn't fit in for some. I I I, I have gigged until Kenny loads, and I've yeah yeah performed yeah. and i and stuff there. But for whatever it is, the Catalas no never. I they've just looked me over every year. And yeah. I I first I was really pissed off about it because I was like I'm doing well at all these other festivals. But then again, after a while, they're like oh, it's probably not. It's no vindictive thing against me. They are just. They see me and just fit. I don't, figure I won't fit. I'm like, well, they know better, obviously, because mm. it's their festival. So let them at it. And I, like pure, purely
0: as you know, somebody has gone to Cat Labs a couple of times and totally enjoyed myself and whatever. I do feel as so though in recent years, it's lacked the same level of appeal as it once had. There was once upon time, like as, for a comedy oh, stand. It was You know what I mean And even If you weren't going to a show If you just went to There used to be a football match On the Sunday Between the international comedians And the Irish comedians Even yeah. that was just Fucking gold Worth going yeah. to uh, But yeah I don't know The The last couple uh, I don't know If it went on at all During the pandemic If it did I, I didn't pay any attention to it If any gigs at all Happened But like Yeah I don't know So um, But Would it's he- good It's good that Stuff's kicking Like if, if the Vodafone Stuff is kicking off that, that, Those gigs in the Ivy Gardens Every year Are fucking In the, the big tents And all that
1: Ah crap. they're mega They're, they're mega And friggin'. Vodafone Taking up the one over In Galway as well Like it's It just makes A right out fucking It's like it, We had the one Now Vodafone Didn't come on board This year Because I don't think they It was too late Before we kind of Got the green light Yeah But they had the festival In, in Galway In October i sure It was like It was like 20 Christmases all coming together like because you're going we didn't know it was going to happen and literally a month out it was like it's going to fucking happen we're going to get to actually have a festival like come hell or high water we're having it it was on a more muted scale like, but it was it was fucking glorious to see yeah. audiences back rolling around laughing like you know in that I mean, kind of way uh, but yeah all systems go according to um, I mean music festivals are happening so the and the comedy side of that is, is happening too because I've been booked in for two already so it's like fucking no,
2: what have you been booked in for?
1: um I can't say yet. I will tell you as soon as we, re- we stop recording. Like, look, I just <laughs> physically have been asked not to mention it on any form media or whatever, which sounds like the wankiest thing ever. But it it's does. not.
2: You, you, you've sold out now, Tom. You have.
1: It's not the person who asks me who is doing the booking. It's literally somebody in the office gone. Oh I can't have that any for that. It's thought. the fuck he's
0: in the tri Olympia, that's what it is. He's in the fucking yeah. tri Olympia and he's yeah. in the the, the, the yeah. Little Theater and he's in the Aldi spectrum and all those kinds yeah. of Yeah.
1: Stuff. Yeah, yeah. The spectrum. I don't
0: fucking know <laughs> <laughs> he's in the Okie dokie park taking over from Tato. That's where Tom will be next year. That's <laughs> yeah. what Little put up, Tom. A fucking headline and a fucking shot on the cuculum roller coaster. <laughs> 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 fuck me. Um well, look, either way, Tom, it's, it's great the Comedy's back. It's great that you're going to be on the road again, and uh, I'll definitely be heading along. Uh, I'm, I'm sure you'll probably be playing Lovely Leash at some point. Uh, I, would Cav- you, is, would is you, is you believe
1: spot. it? I was spoke, talking with Cavanaugh last night, and mm. if, I'd say the end of April, I'll be in Kavanagh's I would say early May, end of April, I will be in Cavanaugh on a Saturday night. With there'll be more Than Dublin one, one day, Tom, seeing how it goes. It's all testing, no, like, no, like. Again, there's only a handful of comedians out there who have the, I suppose, the swinging power to absolutely guarantee. Nobody really knows. Like, 12 years of work just went down the drain one morning when fucking Radker just made that announcement. So we're just, it's again, it's our toe out in the ice going and going, I don't fucking know. Like the one in Belfast selling really well. The other one won't go on sale until next week, the Dublin Mm -hmm. one, and then there'll be a Cork one and a Leash one and a Galway one for later in the year as well. But we don't I, I don't honestly, If it's if it sold amazingly well Off the back of this This podcast Then I will definitely do A couple of dates in Dublin For sure Like I'd love to But mm. again It's it's Probably being saturated With a lot of stuff And there's probably A lot of Like If you consider If Joanne is doing 37 nights At what We'll say What a thousand people a night Yeah Would it easy. be
0: 1500 at, yeah, uh,
1: I don't know what it holds But it's hefty I mean that's You know You're talking about Fucking 50,000 people Who've seen their fill of comedy Do you know what I mean They go I don't yeah. need to see more Do you know what I kind of way So it'll be a, there will be an Oversaturation too To a point like Where people are going Nah I'm, I'm fucking grand I don't need to see A moustached man And do it Fucking <laughs> But it's um, It's going to be Fucking good crack For whoever does come I fucking can't wait it's, uh... I can't fucking wait
0: yeah, look, two two years of everyone being locked up. I think a comedy gig is a pretty decent way to fucking blow off some cobwebs. And well,
1: uh, I, I port leash, I'm looking I'm really. I always enjoy Cabinets, And mm. the last time I was actually I brought a show was that one man play I did for the defending American the Club. caveman. Wasn't it? Defending the caveman. Yeah, it, yeah. It it did really well in there in the theater. In North well,
0: Beach. that's because they're all fucking cavemen down here, Tom. They're all yeah,
1: fucking. yeah. They're probably. There was a couple of Dirty Owl ones actually at that show, which is really weird. <laughs> In all, like, the 22 dates, I never got any kind of a... Fucking... It, like, it wasn't that kind of a play. It was a very, very... It was just a light, funny play. And a couple of Dirty <laughs> Owl ones, at at least, were like, throwing him off. What? <laughs> I was like, fucking what? This was unexpected. But, of course, I was loving it. It was like play, I probably added 20 minutes onto that play that wasn't needed. <laughs> that right. I'm, not, I'm not as sure the American producer would have been overly fucking delighted with, but it was a good night in fucking port lads <laughs> Tom weird.
0: you're a gentleman yeah we'll we'll, we'll park out here Tom uh, if people want to to check out Bookshot and Ramble Pods and all those kind of things Tom where can they get at me
1: they're everywhere uh, Spotify is where it all is now it's like everything was, uh, you know it's it's quite easy to find just type in Bookshot or Tom O'Mahony and you'll find it um, yeah or follow me on any usual platforms Tom O'Mahony Comedy and don't worry I'm fairly fucking vocal I can tell you <laughs>
0: Deli. Danny, where can anyone listen to us? Uh, the, the exact same as what Tom just said. Anywhere, never you get a podcast, lads. WTS Podamir there, or check out WTSPod.com. And um, if you're looking for uh, moustached content, then you go to Tom's social media. If you're looking for beard content, then you go to at American Mania. And if you're looking for fresh baby face, then you go to at Danjo Murray And uh, <laughs> look, we have all the angles covered. All the angles covered. Yeah. So that's it, lads. Thank you very much. Tom it has been a pleasure, man. And hopefully, it won't be as long as uh, it was between. Well, well this We were chatting to you A couple of weeks ago But between that chat And the last time was nearly a year and a half Two years I think was start lockdown wasn't it It was fucking very I'm gonna long i
1: going to just be Outside your door Just recording Just you talking Just so I can put it on the podcast <laughs> Even if you won't agree To be on it I
0: mean, no, It's absolutely <laughs> fine To be honest with you I'm, I'm fine with that um, Merigan will probably If he gets wind of it Show you a nipple Out the window um, I'll take which, it It's what he did Look he's eager Nice he's eager.
1: <laughs> Nice <laughs>
0: It's been a pleasure, lads. Right, Tom, until next time, my friend. Take care. Merrow, until next week. Clear Oils. Full Hearts. And lose.